Well then. Finally. Welcome. Recap Mania has hey. arrived. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> So what? So what you're saying is now I know how to mute y'all, so you can just hear ah, me. Ah, here we go. Here we, <laughs> uh, here anyway, we go. Hey, we appreciate you staying tuned on Geo. We appreciate your even trying to ask for help. We appreciate that. So, hey, but it is another episode 35. It's almost as old as I am. Damn. It's. I think it's as old as Cody. <clears throat> A little bit to catch up to me. <laughs> you're younger than me. No, you're, Am I? you're the baby of this group. Am uh, I? Baby balls. They're not. You know, and and, and uh, I feel like we're gonna do this like a quick, <clears throat> quick little recap about what's going on because usually, Wait. me and Cody usually shitting on AEW, but hey, they fixed some things this past Wednesday or yesterday. Yes, they did. And and I yep. think one of the big the biggest things. And you just saw Cody and Fern do it. Is the acclaim our new AEW champ tag champs? Everybody loves the acclaim. I don't, but I do like their catchphrases. They are. I I think they are like a perfect. I wouldn't even call them gimmicky because they've been doing it consistently. So it's not like a gimmick, but they bring some attitude era esque and characters. Like they bring like, like the normal people, but their characters like how DX did it. Great, 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 mm-hmm. great. They're they're good on the mic. I give them that. Like, their wrestling is, eh. and they, you can see why they haven't been champs. If they're the, they're the they have the biggest winning streak in AEW, but I think finally with some with Billy Gunn, kind of helping them, Coaching them, probably guide their promos. I think it's really just guiding their promos. I think the wrestling's there. Like mm-hmm. for what AEW is, the wrestling, the tag team wrestling is there. It's not high flying. It's not hard hitting. It's like right in between where they do strong strong moves. They do off the rope moves, but they're very, they they both they both look like catch rest like catch shoot wrestlers. So kudos to them. Those they're are, not high flyers, players. that's for sure. They're not <coughs> high flyers, but not at all. Not they're, at all. they're more they're more of your traditional eighties esque nineties esque wrestlers that yeah, really can push through. Yeah, I think I think they they have the ability to to guide the story along with their wrestling, which is I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a something lost a lost art form that FTR has been doing lately or for a while yep. now, but I see the acclaim starting to do it. Their gimmick is just not so serious. It's very fun. Very fun, fun, fun. So kudos to the acclaim. Great, great win. I know everyone been wanting, clamoring for it. And Tony mm-hmm. Khan delivered. He, what was yesterday called? The grand, the grand slam. The grand, grand slam. AEW grand slam. And I think I think they did. They hit it out the park. I mean, not every match was a, a, a fucking hit, but jump going on from that, we see Paige Saria Saraya make her debut. Saraya. What do you yeah, feel about boy. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? I personally was excited to see her. I was a big Paige fan. I like Paige. She does have a lot to offer when it comes to women's wrestling. It's up to the women to take heed, take advice, and work with it. And if they can work with it and follow through, we may there may be a glimpse of a better women's division possible in AEW. And I stretch it because I already know how heavy-handed you are with it, Randy, when it comes to women. Especially AEW's women wrestling. There's nowhere near WWE's spectacle of what they put on over there because they have better coaching, better things over there. 
It's a bunch of indie rats in AEW just doing their thing, but there may be a chance because, you know, Soraya did do some coaching and training and stuff like that prior to her getting hurt and did help elevate the women's division. She was part of Evolution. That's what, 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. So there may be a glimpse. And then I don't know if you saw uh, after her promo or whatever when she invited the girls into the ring and you saw how happy uh, Tony Storm and... uh, uh, who's the other? Uh, uh, I was gonna say Ember Moon, but uh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, how Athena. happy they got Athena! They thank you. They know what she can do, and I'm pretty sure they've wrestled each other at least at one point. So, so, so it, it's it's exciting. Wrestle? Is she is she cleared to wrestle, or is she like? I've read that she's cleared. I've read that she's cleared, but they're taking. They're gonna. Uh, rumor reports are saying they're gonna take care of her right now. Possibly like Sting. Well, not exactly because Sting jumps off of everything because of Darby. But she may have a couple of roles dealing with the women. She might fight a couple of women. And then I see all the memes of don't let Ty Conti fight her because she's going to break her neck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, and, and that's why I say the match was so-so. Because if you saw the match, the women's match, the six tag team match or whatever, for the, the championship. It was a fatal four. If it afford, like it was... It was piss poor, right? I mean, it it had I think it had like maybe like three spots the whole match, so yep. I'm hoping and, and we talked about this like when we talked about Sasha Banks and Naomi possibly leaving WWE and then going. I I know Paige, I think Paige faction like Paige being there or Soraya being there really is going to come down to her coaching and helping them do promos because she she's hit she's hit those promos before she even was in WWE because she's a second generation wrestler from her mom and her father and her brother wrestler so mm-hmm. you know it's it runs in her blood so I'm just hoping that with an actual female who's who's made it to the top and stayed there for a very long time that hopefully she can coach these young women to kind of hit their promos and then work on the wrestling, right? Like, the rest, I think the wrestling is there, just like all the other AEW homegrowns. Like, it's, they got the basics down, and some can do a little more than others, but at the end of the day, it's creating stories and being good on the mic. And I think Soraya can really kind of help elevate most of these women wrestlers. So, hopefully, it and continues, it's and gonna be there's a positive thing. It's going <clears> to <throat> be interesting to see, too, that uh, Jamie Hayter's back in the mix, back with DMD. Back with Rebel. That's, that's who should get the push. Like, fuck all these other girls. Put the belt on Jamie. Mm-hmm. Mm. But if she goes with Paige and Paige is good to go, that's going to be a good fight to see too. Who's two, who's the safest? Who's the safest wrestler? Two English worker? women doing it for the queen. Who's the safest worker in women? The women's wrestling right now in AEW. Do you know? <clears throat> So like one of the, the Japanese women, probably. Serena D. with oh, all yeah. of her, you know. I was thinking that too, experience. Serena D. Mm-hmm. So she'd probably have a program with her first to test out her body, to test out her mm-hmm. ring rust. Five years is a long time. Daniel Bryan yep. did it. Edge did it. Edge but they did, did it. it. But, but I think people forget is they had WWE people. And I know we're talking about AEW, but WWE obviously really takes care. And, and there's a lot of extras and clearing doctors and, and trainers and all this stuff to even be clear to be on the ring because it's a it's an insurance policy thing. But they have foot. They have what WWE doesn't have, which is football sports medicine, who takes care of their athletes. 
compared to WWE when they're all subcontracted, contracted workers. They really don't give a fuck about them, do they? Eh, WWE is a co- corporation, so they're still going to have top doctors. I mean, why do you think all these people who get broken stump something, they get sent to the best doctor in Alabama for for necks and backs and shit? So, you know, and the, what, what I was saying, why I brought the WWE is because when Daniel Bryan made his return, he was in WWE. It took him a long time to get cleared. And they worked smart with him, right? They, they started him off slow, gave him a big monster in Eric Redbeard. So they kind of got him that momentum. They did the same thing with Edge. They put him in a program with Randy Orton. He only wrestled once a month or twice a month and very off and on. So if they bring in Paige, hopefully they take, they take some notes. And obviously Daniel Bryan's there, so he can probably speak to it more so for her is let's work her in slowly, get her the ring rust out of it, and just go from there, right? Because... <clears throat> we talk about ring wrestling. We're going to talk about someone Cody doesn't care for, and I don't think he's just overrated. It was CM Punk. CM Punk had ring rust from not being not wrestling for so long, and you saw it when he had the program with MJF and Hangman. So hopefully they don't let that happen where she gets hurt. Even something s- similar like a leg injury or something just from doing moves that she hasn't done. She hasn't hit the rope so much or whatever, whatever the case may be. We, we don't know. Mm. But hopefully if if it's done well, she becomes a coach and a wrestler. You know, she's still young enough to probably still go if she's healthy enough, but I'm really excited. I'm excited for the women's wrestling for AEW. I think this this mm-hmm. is a big this is a big accomplishment for Tony Khan to get someone so good not and a multifaceted. She's not just a phenomenal wrestler, she's good on the mic, she's good on storytelling. So I think that's something that Tony Storm and Athena, who came from WWE, just don't have. Mm-hmm. They don't have the storytelling. They have the great wrestling. And they have they you know, but they don't have the storytelling and the the promos to hit the the mic skills to hit, kind of make it work. So hopefully that changes and Paige can do some some good for the women's division in the AEW. Since we're on the issue of recapping or the uh, of doing this, what'd y'all think about the Yocho? Chris Jericho taking the Ring of Honor Championship from Claudio Castanoli. I mean, titles were changing hands. Yesterday, and, and it was I'm. I know why Jericho got it, and it makes perfect sense. Now you create. I mean, Jericho needs the belt. I know Claudio just got it. I know that, but Jericho needs that collection part of his belt, and he's done a lot for this all the young the youngsters. So, it was it's due to him, but it's a good way to segue to JAS versus the Combat Club. It's a good way to set up a bunch of storylines right now. What are you doing, Cody? I'm actually split on this. I love Jericho. Jericho Mm -hmm. can do no wrong. I'm glad that he has another title. He needs gold on him. Uh, And putting the ROH title on him brings eyes to it. I know that was going to be the plan with Claudio. I think they moved it off Claudio because, well, it wasn't really nothing happening. Nothing against Claudio. Goes back to what we always say. You're not building any stories for it. He's having good matches defending the belt, but there's no like hype. There's no build-up to these matches. Now you have a sports entertainer with the belt who will force eyes on that belt. So, business-wise, love it. As far as it being the Ring of Honor title... And they've always done the handshake thing. and You just kind of went against 
everything that Ring of Honor stood for, mm-hmm. what you bought, and you just shit all over that. But Tony's been doing that. FTR is holding the belts because who the fuck is FTR going to fight? They can't fight the Briscoes every damn week. Uh, but you're, we're not seeing the Briscoes fight in Ring of Honor when they're probably still the number one tag team from Ring of Honor. I don't consider FTR from Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah, FTR is AEW. And we talked so, about this. We talked about a lot of these champions that are carrying he, other he, promotional champions. You know, it's kind of kind of up in the air. Good. Uh-oh. You co- you're cutting out, Cody. Cutting Uh-oh. Out. Uh, the recap never was associated with uh, Cody Briscoe, aka rival, for driving through South Texas and cutting out. <laughs> oh, there, there he is! is. There, there, there he is! Can you hear me now? I can, can hear you me now. now. I can hear you now. Basically, Tony needs to pick a lane with Ring of Honor and run with it. Stop mixing the shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we we go from. Uh, we go from that. I mean, I'm. Well, I'm curious. Jer- Firm, Jer- what's your thought? I love Jericho. I love Jericho. So it's hard. It's hard. I like Claudio. I think he deserved it. But Jericho, I think to your point, what you said about him being a sports entertainer, there was no buildup. We talked about bad booking with AEW and WD. And, and just a couple of months ago, we um, were shitting on WWE me. for it. Excuse yeah, me. Sh- 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 <laughs> he asked for my opinion and let me give it to you real quick because you're going to give us 30 minute lecture on nonsense i said it before i'll minutes. say it again and like i was trying to say earlier when the mic weren't working it's the first day of fall welcome to the fall season and the fall is where you're going to get all the changes and i believe i'm not a huge jericho fan i i, I like the guy i appreciate him he, he's he brings good storytelling. He brings good back and forth when it comes to a lot of stuff that he's done over the years. You should appreciate him. To Jericho appreciation society. Hey, calm down. Calm, 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 calm down. Who was the first champion in AEW? Jericho, right? That's right. That's right. So why does it make sense to give him the belt now? They may be doing something where they are going to get the ball rolling on Ring of Honor. So why not give it to the inaugural AEW champion? Still, someone that's starting something up since they're starting anew with this new Ring of Honor company. Maybe they get rid of all, they change the rules. Maybe there is no honor. Maybe there is no thing. But they're going to do it with him because he can storyline the first se- segue of whatever they're going to do with it and then run it from there. So no. I, I, I agree. Claudio was good. He deserved a world title. He finally got it. Now that that's dried off. Push him aside, let him go fight tag team with Uter, uh, Wheel Yuta, whatever. Let Jericho keep the eyes on Well, I mean, here's here's the rant that you wanted to hear. <laughs> Jericho is money. Yep. He is, right? And we've talked about this for months. Fall TV, prime time is where it's at. We don't know what's mm-hmm. going on behind the scenes. Ring of Honor is probably finding to get a deal with something. Maybe it's maybe it's just a deal with uh, streaming services, which is fine, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's part of Paramount or whatever whatever they're part of, right? Paramount. I think Paramount's part of TBS and TNT, the the Ted Turner 
thing, right? So, I mean, you make them a streaming service live, live on streaming once a week. Now you get Jericho over there with his lackeys and his goons. And then you can start up those storylines with Cloudy all over again, the combat club. And now you have someone who's exciting for Cloudy to fight. Cody just said just a second ago, there was no buildup to any of these title defenses for Claudio. Is yep. he a damn good wrestler? Yes. Jericho's just, he's still a good wrestler, but he knows how to work the mic. And that was Claudio's biggest downfall in WWE. And everyone knows. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't think he never wasn't given the opportunity because he was a U.S. champion. He was an intercontinental champion. He was a tag, multiple, multiple tag team champion in WWE. But he wasn't doing the talking. He wasn't doing the talking. It was always Jeb, Sheamus, or he had a couple of lines, and then that was it. Like that was his thing. So I think mm -hmm. I think well I think he will win it again because who knows how that how that rematch clause works in AEW kind of situation. I know WWE is it's just you're in the back of the line, you start all over again. But mm -hmm. it's a good way to segue into possibly them building that new store that new show on maybe a streaming service or on a network TV or something for, and the first person to have it, like Fern said, the inaugural AEW champ, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho knows what he's doing. Chris Jericho is money and it is what it is. So kudos to Jericho. I'm, I'm almost positive that, that Claudio will cat re, uh, recapture gold, whether it's that or maybe they move him on to be a stronger competitor for Wardlow. Warlow needs someone as strong as Claudio to fight him. You yep. know, Pac, you know, he's from Switzerland. He can go for the All-Atlantic Championship also. You know, there's multiple facets for Claudio to kind of go into. He doesn't have to be in Ring of Honor. We've been talking about this. We're starting to push Ring of Honor to the side, right? Let them be their own thing. Let them mm -hmm. have their own champions that doesn't have to jump from AEW back and forth, right? Even though it's still owned by Tony Khan, now you have Claudio as an AEW star not a mm -hmm. ring of honor champion who is an AEW, right? Mm -hmm. Jericho can make that move because Jericho's older. You expect him not to wrestle so much. He has a match. He does. He, he talks to Mike. He's on the announce table. And then next month he has another match. That's him. So what do you think about the storytelling they're doing where, uh, Daniel Garcia came out when everybody came out to congratulate Jericho, but he wasn't looking so happy. I mean, a good way to build up the pure champion versus the world champion, right? Mm -hmm. What's a good What's a good first match for your probably primetime TV? Yeah, the versus student, champ. The, stu the student and the teacher, champ versus champ. Mm -hmm. And who comes to save Garcia? The combat club. Who turns on the combat club? Yuda. That's 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 where that's where. An advanced fan who already comes up with stories ahead of time in their own head would route that. Yuda's going to turn on the combat club. Brian is eventually going to turn or just go back to being solo because <clears throat> he, he lost that belt to Mox. He mm -hmm. lost the opportunity to have that belt. But you still had the combat club. It's still four guys. You had Danny Garcia. Then Danny Garcia and Daniel Bryan become a tag team. Who knows what the hell happens, right? Turn on Jericho, whatever. Jericho and Hager versus... Brian and, and Garcia. So, I mean, those are, those are all kind of matches you could probably come see happening in the fall. Well, since you're ranting on GM mode, you turned on GM mode. Who who do, let's start with Cody, because you'll give me an hour long speech for one answer. Just want an answer. 
Who's the acclaims first com uh first competitor? First the first ones running at the acclaim for the belts. Who y'all got? Cody. Boys. The Hardy Boys? <laughs> Ass Boys. Ass Boys. Oh, okay. Ass Boys. Yeah, now you cut out. That's what I thought. All we heard was boys. I was like, Hardy Boys? I'll give you a quick one, Fern. I'll give you a quick one. Hey, Sting and Darby. Hey, Sting Jeff, and Darby. Is, is, Jeff is coming out of rehab. Mm-hmm. He needs to go back in. I'm just saying. I think I think Sting and Darby are going to be the first ones to to hit the acclaim. They build him up like someone unstoppable. Ah, uh, Geo board. knows what's up, Geo. Geo knows. You know what I'm saying? They're they, all they, shit. GMO. They build him up to be this like they're beating. They're beating people left and right. I just put Sting in. They're undefeated as a tag team. Put a fucking belt on them. Let them make the run, and then when someone has built up the, the, I guess the fanfare. Then they go against them for for a uh, a pay per view or something. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Putting my uh mic. Thingy. Shut up. You know, we always have some kind of segment. No, not really segment. It's more like, hey, you run the show, and you're gonna give a topic to talk about. We need to cut off or maybe do something where we can run a segment. And Geo is the one. The, the champ is here. Geo kind of sparked a little little light bulb in my head. We should just start doing GM mode. At least like once every couple shows, and just throw it in. Like, all right, segment. Nah, 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 nah. GM mode. You know, or start off with the Hardy Boys engine, and then bring it up. GM mode, and we start talking. You, some they, mess. They, you, you're Matt Hardy because you're old and you're brittle, and then I'm Jeff Hardy because I drink too much. <laughs> and Cody's Lita, because <laughs> that that lush his luscious locks. <laughs> no, because he has a tramp stamp. <laughs> the recap network does not associate with Cody for having that tramp stamp. <laughs> you know, hey, and and you know, I want to recap what was going on because AEW put on a banger. Banger. Yesterday, they put a banger on. Like, I mean, free banger, yeah. televised banger. A, a it was a premium banger. live. It was a premium live event on live television. Yeah, and and then of course you have Brian and Mox going for the title. Great show out, great match. End result, although I do not agree with it, it makes sense to me. I wish Brian, Brian, because even Mox said, I don't know if you saw it, maybe when he was talking about when uh, they were fighting on the bracket. That there's a possibility that he would fight Daniel Bryan if he went past the bracket and blah blah blah. And Moxley, he is this generation's greatest wrestler. He is the current active greatest wrestler in the world, the greatest fighter, pro wrestler. That's what, that's what Mox said. And then he beat him. And of course, Daniel Bryan pushed pushed uh, Rigo or the, the the referee out the way to, to make sure he put the belt on Moxley. But I feel like. When is it Daniel Bryan's turn to get that belt? That's my only concern right now. My only issue right now is how come he didn't get the belt? 
Is it because he's going to go into a program with Danny Garcia and Jericho? Is he going to be going to program with in a tag team match, or what is he going to do? Or is he going to go for All Atlantic? Or is he going to get a? Is, is when is he going to carry goat? Because Mox has won it three times. When's it going to be my time? Months. He won it three times in like less than three months. Mox has won it. So when is it? When is it Brian's time? When is the time? Hopefully sooner than later. Now, does he take it off of Mox, or does, so, does someone beat Mox, and then he beats that guy? Or is it some kind of implosion? The theory. If my phone will hold out. Tony Khan, we all know, call him Marky Mark and, and the Funky Bunch, because he is Super Mark. Everybody kept making memes about every time... CM Punk leaves a organization, Daniel Bryan becomes. So he said, well, hold on. I don't want to just follow the trend. Let's swerve on it. Because I really thought Daniel Bryan was going to win the championship simply because Mox was supposed to have time off. Daniel Bryan can beat him. Then he can go away for his, like, two to six weeks, like he wants to do, spend time with his family. That makes sense. Tony probably said, hey, I, I don't want to succumb to the internet memes. We, we got we to gotta change it up. I think that's why he won. And you think he'll hold it for a while or will he lose it? Unfortunately, I think he's going to lose it. I think that's a terrible decision because then you make Mox have another short run. And that's going to make him look weak. He needs to have a long run, but he wants the time off, so he's going to get a short run. Fair enough. Geo in the chat. How long would MJF hold the title after beating Mox? For a season. Three to four months. A season. Do y'all see him holding the belt? Till WrestleMania season. MJF or Mox? MJF. That's the depends when he beats he him. Win. Yeah, it depends on when he beats him. Yeah, that's what it come down to it. Well, he's got the chip, and most likely it's going to be the next pay-per-view, and that next pay-per-view is in November. Full gear? Full gear? But then he would have to hold it for six months before April comes around, right? Mm-hmm. I would say if he if he wins in November, he's carrying it all the way into the summer. Okay. He's carrying it to the summer, through the summer. Yep. I think So we can get ready for the summer of punk? Punk's no. gone, bro. Punk's gone. He he done. Yeah. He's done. He's, he's done. Going back to WWF, I know. He's done. Fuck no. I don't know if Triple H will let that happen. But he is we talk about money grab. CM Punk's a money grab. And it is what it is. Like, it's not Triple H is going to let it happen. You know who's going to let it happen? Nick Khan. Stephanie McMahon. Nick Khan will let it happen. Nick, it's all about business, right? Business is business. You fucking shake the hand of someone you might hate, but you shake their hand and you make things happen. It is what it is. Vince McMahon did it with Hulk Hogan. Vince McMahon did it when Shawn Michaels left. Like, it is Mm -hmm. what it is. Punk. We we can we can I can shit on punk and Cody can shit on punk all day long, but punk's punk's name carries weight, even if it's just for a fucking season. 
WWE will capitalize on him while he's still active in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And it's, it is what it is. Like, I can I can see that happening rather than him staying with AEW. I can see him going to WWE and then shitting on W on shitting on AEW just because, right? Let him hit his 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 bomb, and then Cody Rhodes comes and doesn't defend AEW, but just kind of you kind of rebring these AEW stars together, right? Who were originally WWE stars. However you want to, however WWE wants to work it, they're gonna work it. But hey, I I disagree. I don't think he could go back to WWE because he is shit on WWE so much on AEW. It's not that Steph and Triple H, you know, Paul, they wouldn't have him back because they would for the money. He can't go back because then the weight that his name carries goes away. You're already being looked at by people as a fucking chump. Like a hypocrite. And then to run back to WWE, you just completely ruined your name. See? I disagree. And, uh, and, this and the is reason why I, I disagree. This is why I don't know why really watch WCW, Cody, because Hulk Hogan did the same fucking thing during the Nitro Wars or the, the Monday Night Wars. Hulk Hogan shit. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall shit. Alondria Blaze, shit. Medusa, shit. All these wrestlers, shit on WWE. And WWE went like this when the money was there. Come on, come back. Because it's a fucking money draw. It is what it is. Even for a fucking season, for a couple of months, it is what it is. And Punk's no different. He His name may not carry the weight as Hulk Hogan, but it sure so carries a good weight behind it. A money grab. It really is. It, it, if, it is. if he's getting ready to be out the door with wrestling, period, I believe the last place you want to be is the biggest place you can get your name in. Especially if, at one point, it might even say Hall of Fame. I know in your eyes, Cody, and probably he'll Randy, le- le- he's not... Deal. He'll he, have a legend deal. He, he'll have a legend deal. He's no not doubt. Hall of Fame worthy. Oh, fuck Punk, he's not Hall of Fame worthy, but you forget his accolades yep. in WWE. I said no, he was overrated. I, That's all I said. He was overrated. I, I said, I said Steph and Paul would, would have him back. I think Punk is too self-absorbed to go back. He's not because he's in it for the money. Because when he took when he took that that hiatus after after all that shit when he went to UFC, he had the big money that was sitting on, and that's why he was able to stay off seven years. He won. So by him going off and doing this one more time, it's a big cash grab. Can't hear you, Cody. Can't hear you. Can't hear you, Cody. You're hitting that spot. I'm saying what? So you're saying, I, I don't even remember. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm done with this conversation. Yeah, that's what, that's what, I, that's what I figured. That's what I figured. It was, that it was something just to re- retort on the plausibility that, yes, he will go back. Yes, no, he will retire there. I yes, he will be there that... on your TV and annoy you. No. Don't worry about admitting. Don't worry about admitting. We're, we're talking the truth. It's going to happen. Did it. You're cutting out again, Cody. Sorry. You're cutting out, man. You're cutting to out. To be a sellout. Call him what you want. You can put any label on him you want, but he's still getting paid. Yeah. Hogan I mean, was a sellout. 
Rick Flair is a sellout. Rick Flair retired 10 years ago. That he's a sellout. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is a sellout. Jake the Snake Roberts is a sellout. No, he's not. Jake the Snake Roberts is not. None of them have tried to drop a pipe bomb the way CM Punk has done. Tried to do several times. You know what? Let's get off this conversation because we both know this is gonna go on forever. It. Punk, we both know it's, it's a money grab. It's a money grab. It's a Bernie's money grab. Never gonna get off his dick. And we never. both know that Cody's always gonna try to shit on him, and even right, truthful, and it's always gonna be where it is on top where he belongs. Yeah, Cody not, loves top. Top. We're always gonna know that that Cody's gonna love CM Punk more than I do, because he talks about <laughs> him and thinks about him so much. Reads about him, keeps an eye on him, keeps a weirful eye in the fucking dark, hanging out. There yeah, we go. Yeah. I'm still watching you, punk. I don't like you, but I'm watching you. Hey, and this is a great segue to what our topic <laughs> is today. Our topic today is memorable Not characters. Never. Memorable characters. And I, and and we're gonna just get off this whole punk and all that crap situation because we're talking about characters. Punk is a character. Right, mm-hmm. my favorite character of all time, and you might see him right here. This guy's there's three of them. He's on my koozie. Oh, yeah, man, brother. Yeah, ooh. I mean, yeah, ooh. He, you talk about fucking everywhere. He's a cooking garbage. Okay, he's Savage Randy. Savage Let me Randy. tell you something real quick, brother. But real quick, speaking of koozies, don't forget to go to recap. Network.com and pick up your koozie. Six dollars. No bitch. We got you hooked up. Keeps you the drinks nice and cool. Koozies. Oh yeah. Wait, we talk about it. We talk about the recap network.com where you can find such great shows as, of course, the recap mania, the Thursday night legends, the original Thursday night smackdown happens here on Twitch with the recap mania boys. Me, Rival and Fern, of course. Or Retro Relapse 210, Ren Dizzo 210, and Rival. Of course, you can watch Monday Night Show, where, where Rival is no longer a part of that show. Clearly, he realized he was wasting his time on a less a less superior show and decided to join the real guys on Thursday night. They actually have real topics and, and real knowledge about what we're talking about. And, of course, you had, he has his ex- YouTube exclusive patronage, patron brainwashed that you can catch of course on youtubes on the youtubes with a double YouTube s with an s with mm-hmm. two b's right and of course you can catch uh on the forum i keep on forgetting what it's called i think it's synopsis chronicles i remembered synopsis hey, chronicles. hey you're and not you that catch... drunk yet i'm not you're that, not that drunk, drunk. synopsis chronicles where you can catch our former champ bcp brian he did. He has dropped two, I believe. Uh, our former longest reigning champion, Symbiosis, is possibly dropping a couple of uh, blogs about I don't know video games or something along those lines. And of course, you can catch us on the RecapNetwork.com backslash. What is it for? Yeah. Wrong one, you jackass. The other one. Oh my god. <laughs> Where you can catch, where, where you should be able to submit your fanfare pictures, whether it's like stuff like me, where we have the cool 
the fun collectibles that we've 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 done as a kid or all the meeting a celebrity uh wrestler or maybe uh someone someone from a favorite movie of yours or whatever submit your photos on the forum it's an open forum sign up you know get the latest news on the monday shows with general million friends or trash cannon friends i believe um the eb game sports with rival p breezy and, uh, and symbiosis whenever they decide to do those i know they've been kicking up on and off it's just a random thing they 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 post live and of course you know you can always catch us all the platforms are there you can click whatever you want real quick real quick to interject uh geo's kind of dropping a bray wyatt teaser in the chat may possibly a new show coming up coaster we're talking about uh money talks right and we're talking about well, UFC. You... We're talking about ufc and and <laughs> and boxing Coaster? possibly no no Coaster? yeah if you go to the forum right now geo actually has posted a topic in there uh talking about maybe bringing a not just ufc just a mixed martial arts you know show going on where he can showcase UFC, Strike Force One, you know all the other different, you know MMA, Bellator, Bellator. you know fighting, yeah. Canelo this one versus Triple G, that's a boxing thing. That's a mixed martial arts, maybe you know. Yeah, he does want to do boxing with it as well. Kickboxing? You're gonna get kickboxing. some kickboxing in there. Kickboxing mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. The style bender. Some, some bare knuckle fighting. Huh? Yeah, bare, bare knuckle fighting. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you seen Binnacle Fighting? Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the mm-hmm. WWE guys mm-hmm. that used to be the... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. One of the WWE guys that got released that got fired does Bare Knuckle Fighting now. Oh. The, the guy that had, like, the ship tattoo on his chest. One of the, the English guys. He was oh. in NXT. Oh, he had the umbrella. I think so. He had the umbrella. He he had the the handlebar mustache going up. Uh, yes. What's his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one of the bod villains. No, 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 not yes. the bod villains. No, 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 not no, the bod no, villain. He was on two hundred five live. He was two hundred five live. He didn't have a tattoo. Oh, Gallagher. 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 Something Jack Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah. Jack Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah, he does bare knuckle fighting. That's what's up. So uh, kudos to them. But of course, yeah. you know, as we segue from what's going on in the recap network, you know, we st- again, we're still talking about the superior show here Thursday nights, the recap mania with a recap maniacs, the, the, the current reigning champ, Geo in the chat. We're talking about our f- memorable characters, maybe favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And of course, I just said my favorite character, my me- most memorable character, of mm-hmm. course, because he had the name and I was like, oh, man, this dude's savage. Randy Savage, oh my God! And I want—I I always wanted the tassels, like, and he was always doing this and all, the mega powers, brother. Talking about the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Anyone, anyone stick out to you, Fern? And any, any facet of wrestling, great. As we were talking about money, talking, and we're going old school. Throw out a little million dollar man, t- but he's got a price. Everybody's money, got a price. Money, money, money. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let Seeing me, let me that, 
Let me pop it up. Let me pop it up. Where is that? Where is that? Seeing that was just. Hey, hey, there you go with Erinar Seister. Yes. Yes. You can't have the million dollar man without the RRS right behind. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he always stuck out. I mean, come on. With the gimmick where after you beat your opponent, you stuff their mouth with a $100 bill. And then you had your manservant go and pull it out of his mouth. That's In the beginning, shit. he left the money alone. And when he first started. And then later when he had Virgil with him advance, pull well, the money well, out, clean it up, put it back in his pocket. There was some hard times for Virgil. He needed that money. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, speaking of, did you hear that there was a claim? And I, I don't want to go into it, but I just had to throw it out there because I heard it. Uh, I know who this is the radio, right? Uh, that he's out, he's out there claiming that he slept with over a million women. Over a million women. Ted WIC? No, Virgil. Senile. He is senile, but he's out there claiming that he's been slaying since whenever he he's been in the wrestling world. Slaying since '76, baby. Yeah. Uh, ooh. ooh, thank you, Cialis. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh. <laughs> Cialis. Oh, the the, re, the recap network is brought to you by Cialis and Viagra for all your old dudes out there. Need to get it up. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Cody, who do you got for a character, Cody? That that uh that sticks out in your mind. Shango. Papa Chango, you said? Pa- Papa Shango. Papa Shango. Oh, man. He put that voodoo on you, bro. Uh-huh. There was a- his, a- with his A.K.A. Kama. A.K.A. Godfather. A.K.A. Goodfather. Shit. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of the best to do it. One of the best to do it. I like Papa Chango. And his fucking suplex net break or, or shoulder breaker, that looked rough. That looked yeah, rough, that, rough when I first that saw it. shoulder breaking. It was rough. It was rough, and I, I do, I of course I enjoy it, and I see Geo dropping a classic TNA wrestler abyss. He was what I call the mankind ripoff. <laughs> yep, that's what he is. Yep. And he now works for and- WWE as a backstage producer. Mm-hmm. I but he was good though when he when he had his monsters ball matches, I mean that was that was his stick that was his forte and uh, he was very keen on using the uh, barbed wire bat. Yeah, well, remember when ECW guys kind of took over on TNA for a little bit and they had that yep. those hardcore matches? I remember him teaming up with uh, Rhino versus Tommy Dreamer Ooh. and Sabu. Good matches, good matches. He did this, yep. and he pointed up, and then of course you got the RVD. You know? Damn right, great, mm-hmm. great, and we talk about great characters. Like when I saw Sabu, memorable, jump that's off right. the chair onto the ropes and into the crowd. That's what made me do backyard wrestling. It wasn't anyone <laughs> else. I shit you not. I said, yep. this guy, he's dark. He looks Hispanic. He's not. He's from Bombay, or he's from Michigan, Bombay, Michigan, actually. Bombay, his, Michigan. Yep. But his <laughs> uncle, the Iron Sheik. There you go. Like, we talk about great characters, great villains. The Iron Sheik. Uh, what was the Russian Vladimir? 
was it or Ivan? Vla- Ivan? Uh, uh, no, wasn't it Vladimir Kozlov? Yes, Vladimir yes. Kozlov. Yeah. Like you talking about the international powers versus Hulk Hogan and the American Dream Team? It was Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior versus fucking uh, Vladimir and Vladimir fucking and, uh, and Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. Great, yep. great matches. Great man. Just talking about like late eighties, mid to late eighties. Like great. You talking about storytelling? You talking about eighties characters? We talk about the Legion of Doom. They even to this mm-hmm. day they talk about the the Road Warrior Pop. They talk oh, about yeah. the Legion of Doom because Legion of Doom that name holds so much weight to this mm-hmm. day. The Legion, of, the the Road Warrior Pop. That's how that's how big people. That's how hype people got when they saw them or they heard their music. Uh, what a rush! Oh, rush. Yep. That's I mean to this day I just saw on the Broken Skull sessions that cody rhodes just said that he, he he was just glad to for someone to associate his his uh comeback on at wrestlemania versus seth rollins with the road warrior pop and how much that meant and of course he's been he's his father's been in the business and what an, another memorable character what a son from a plumber that's right the right. american dream come on brother come on brother you know, nope. at, who who else? Okay. You, talk uh, about Mike skills. Talk about Mike skills. Talking about Dusty Rhodes. Those are some top notch Mike skills. You're cutting out Cody. Cutting out Cody. I'm a robot. I have a robot vagina. In my head. And y'all haven't said. You're cutting out Cody. We'll probably never know. We'll never know. You said you had it in your head, and we haven't mentioned it yet. I'm assuming. Say it again. Here. I can see the trees now moving. Oh, never mind. Okay, now say it now. No. No. Nope. Oh, Vader. it's time! It's time! It's Vader time! Dum, 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 yeah. dum, 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 dum. <laughs> the fucking mastodon who took New <laughs> Japan, New Japan by storm. And then came to WCW and then WWF. And then mm-hmm. he ran wild on Boy Meets World. Woo! That guy could do he it. Made all. He made, he his, made rounds. his rounds. He made his rounds. Mm-hmm. That's a I great mean, you can all forget Bam Bam Bigelow. Wow, damn it. Yeah. The beast yep. from the East. The guy That's with right. the flame the tattoos on his head. Man, mm-hmm. these are memorable, and, and it's crazy that we keep on mentioning just like '80s characters because those guys really knew how to hone in that craft, and there was no they they, they always kept to their persona, whether it's kayfabe or heel, they stuck to it, you know. And I, I think there was a recent interview, well, not recent, but when Undertaker kind of started doing interviews as Mark Calloway as himself, truly himself, he was like, it felt weird not really mentioning. You know, not not keeping his persona of the dead man and not really talking and just grunting and just looking at you ominously with his music in the background. He was like, I'm actually having conversations with people talking about stuff that if I had heard someone talk about this a couple of years ago, it would have popped him right in the face. Like, these are things you just don't say. You never break character. You never break kayfabe. And to see one of those legends who's been doing it for three generations, essentially... 
to say that, I mean, you can see like how those characters really kind of build up to something beyond themselves, right? You talk about mm-hmm. characters. Look at Ric Flair. He's just a man. He's just a man, a blonde-haired man who says "woo," but this man has lived off his persona as his character for so freaking long that he's still styling and profiling. Still styling, jet, 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 jet flying, jet flying. There you go. Right, and now his kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Woo. And you still talk about, I mean, we're still talking about it. 80s characters. Yeah. That's 40 yep. years ago. But they had an impact on our viewership life of watching them grow and just tell their stories. I, I mean, let me tell you this. Outside of AEW, do you remember the commentators? Look at me and Gene Oakland. Look at Gorilla Monsoon. Yep. Like, these people were just commentators or their GMs or whatever, however, whatever role they played, whatever they needed to play at the time, whatever is WWF or WCW. And we still talk about them. They're, they're like held in revere. Like they're like this on a fucking pedestal and outside of AEW, because I did hear Fern and John David really talking about, like they actually knew their referee names, Aubrey and whoever else does this. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. You know? And I'm like, who like, Oh, that's a referee. Like, how do you know that person's name? But, AEW is like a, a fanfare, like people invest in that mentality. WWE, mm-hmm. I know, I know the commentators, but they switch out, they switch out every backstage uh, interviewer consistently. Those so, are the ones that switch lately. That, that switch yeah. more lately. Who was that white guy outside of Michael Cole that used to do the the Attitude Era, and they used to pick on him? It wasn't Michael Cole. It was the other guy with the blonde hair, little chubbier guy. You remember him? Kelly Kelly or what was it like he he, he had like a name oh like, yeah 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 something Kelly or Kevin Kelly Kevin or something Kelly, like, like that right Kelly yeah I think so I remember so, I saw him I saw him I was playing uh, No Mercy Nintendo 64 <clears throat> and his voice came out and I was like who is that guy and he showed like a little picture little 32 64 bit picture of him and I was like oh mm-hmm. shit I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, so any characters? I mean, we I know we talk about like the 80s, but I mean, shit, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Talk about someone who who like every normal red-blooded human being wants to be just flick off their boss and talk shit and drink beer and flick you know, throw the finger up in the air and beat someone's ass like Mm-hmm. He, I feel like he was the best rep- rep- representation of Texas. Uh-huh. Beard drinking, mud hole stomping, SOB. Close that door. You're interrupting me. I'm live right now. <laughs> I think that's why Stone Cold was such a great character because it. In a way, it was him being able to either be himself or be what he has been around his entire life. Agreed. And those are the most memorable characters, right? Like people who can relate to other people. Hulk Hogan was the the big man, the guy with the, what, 26-inch pythons, all that good stuff. And then when he body slams... The the eighth wonder of the world, 
I mean, he solidified his name. All right, and then you have characters like China, who were who were given the moniker of the knife wonder of the world. That's like a big compliment to being right behind Andre. You know, for all the things and she could do. What about Lex Luger? He body slammed Yokozuna. Well, all the steroids, all them steroids. We come to find out later, that's not good for you apparently. Or what you- about Yokozuna? <laughs> he body he body slammed Lex Luger. <laughs> Uh, Yokozuna <laughs> died from eating too much. Mm-hmm. Part of the Samoan dynasty, if you don't know it, for all you... I was just water. <laughs> Over here stealing my belts. Are you Are you going to shine my belts up, or what? Randy said, are you going to shine his belts up? <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell her to turn them sideways, shine them up real nice, and stick them straight up her candy ass. Pulling the rock. He said, turn them sideways, shine them up, and stick them up your candy ass. Yeah, you got her to leave the room. Good job. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> There's two guys that I really remember. Mr. Perfect and Rick Rude. Who was better on the mic back then than Rick Rude? Oh yeah. When 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 he was when he was the guy who did this, the the Val Venus before Val Venus, or when he was mm-hmm. the stoic guy behind Shawn Michaels and Triple H just straight up, arms crossed, uh, badass. The pre Val Venus, Val Venus, the real ladies man. I can mm-hmm. believe that. I can believe that Rick Rude slayed a million bitches. I can believe yep. that. And he's beefing with you, so gotta love these technical difficulties. You done cut out, Cody. Can you hear me now? A little bit. You're still cutting out a little bit. Your mic is freezing. Your mic is freezing. Freezy peasies. I hopefully you hear of somebody's wife on his dick. Like, on his... I heard wife on someone's dick. That's all I heard, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we heard. That's when Rick, Rick Rude got a picture of his opponent's wife and put it over his crotch, like right where his dick was. I don't remember that. Do you do that shit? I know he Look was a fucking like, playboy. I remember he was like a playboy guy, and he was just like the women want the the women wanted him, and the men wanted to be him. I remember that. There you shit. go. Uh, you well, know I know one of y'all has to have Google right there beside you, so look uh, up. I'm acknowledging the chat right now because I'm totally missing what Gio was saying. He, uh, first off, he said uh, sexual chocolate as a character. Hey. And then Rowdy Rowdy Piper. So that interest music will always hit me hard. Uh, if we're talking about beer, we got to talk about uh, Cowboy James. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, we start to talk about fucking... Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the most basic wrestler. Ho! You were say That guy was like, he looked like a a dog, like a a junkyard dog. Not the character, not the wrestler junkyard dog, but he looked like a junkyard dog who like became a house pet, like a house dog. And then he was just like, look at the me. stray they picked off the street. Exactly. <laughs> you domesticated a stray dog. That's right. So he's That's my puppy now. Look at him. 
Look at this motherfucker. He still says ho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still Speaking does. Speaking of uh, dogs, the Steiner brothers. The Steiner brothers can't be. The Steiner recliner. I remember when Hacksaw was still uh, doing uh, what is it uh, like little comic cons and stuff like it. Let's say there's a local one here in town or whatever. He'll come and do it. They'll 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 call him up. He'll come by and they pay him his little fee and he's there with his uh his board and everything. I think he was at the not the last show but the show before uh. I think it was last year. Uh, he was at Eggman's toy show here in town. Because the last the one here, Steiner I saw... Recliner or the Doomsday Device? Doomsday Device. All Doomsday day. Device. Now, Rick Steiner... Not, not Rick Steiner. Scott Steiner's backwards Huracurana, the Brain Buster. He, for mm. being a big guy and doing that shit, I was like, what? What is this? This guy's breaking people's necks. He probably was. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care. I was there every week to see someone break their neck. Shout out to Draws. Right. <laughs> Shout out Draws. <laughs> Shout out Draws. Hey, you, you were talking about characters? Attitude Era was filled with them. Mm-hmm. During the Monday Night Wars, Sting. Sting is still a thing. He was just a beach guy, and and then the, the movie The Crow came out, and then it was Sting with black long hair, and, and he was a crow. And he came up for the rafters, and he had the little the harness, and it dropped him down, and he, was, he had the black bat, like... Shit, and he still does that now, and mm-hmm. I still pop for him. If I saw that motherfucker live at a show, I still get hyped for that shit. Yep. All right, but that, but I think those are the characters that give us a blast from the past, and they kind of make us remember why we fell in love with wrestling. And I think I know from I'm speaking for myself, but when I talk about memorable characters like Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Legion of Doom, the Warrior, that that I mean Ultimate Warrior. That's what made me love wrestling, the characters, and I think that's why I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one, and Cody can back me up on this. Is that's why we shit on AEW so much, and 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 a couple of months ago it was we were shitting on WWE because the characters just weren't there, like the storylines that make make people memorable, the characters just weren't there. They were just wrestlers. I think that's why the claim we talked about earlier, the game is going over. The claim, the, the claim is so much over because they have that character. They have the scissor me daddy. They're regular guys, but get extra hype. And I, I want to be, I want to be part of that. I want to be next to them, saying, "Yeah, it's the fucking scissor, this motherfucker." Like, you mm-hmm. know, I, I connect with that. Do I think they're great wrestlers? Not at all. But their storytelling and their, their, uh, their way of kind of showcasing their own character, is on point. It's on point. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because I know you'll, you'll ramble on and on about that, which is great. But what about a lot of these people, a lot of these wrestlers that just come out to their regular name or their supposed character, regular name, like regular everyday Joe Schmo? How, uh, how does that, are there any that stick out more than a regular character that we like to, to look at? Like, uh, like a made up... Chris Jericho. As he sports entertains. But are there any others than the usual big names? Or like, okay, John Cena. Obviously, he's he's he was a character, but that's who he is. But give, give me somebody that's not... Brian Danielson. But the only reason I but, say... But, and the people, the people that keep their name, I think the biggest thing is they've built from their matches. It wasn't some, a character they played... Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, what do you want to call him? He showcased his wrestling ability. 
John Cena, yes, he was a silly character initially, the prototype, and then he was John Cena, the ruthless aggression, and he became the the Doctor of Thugonomics, and then he was John Cena. They all found their way back, right? To an, to an extent, right? They came, they found their way back. It's I think what holds their weight is just their wrestling ability. I don't think it was ever a character for them. Chris Jericho, although he was extravagant, he was more of like just a shit talker. He was a showcaser, like he was a showman. So Chris Jericho got over because of he talked shit and then he backed it up. And I think a lot of wrestlers who keep the name or have their name like synonymous like Ric Flair. Like people like that, like it's all about how well they are in their, their mic. Look at Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, who probably should have never been a, 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 a one of the best superstars in the world, could hit promos like a mother, and you still talk about them nowadays. Like, he's revered as one of the best and the best in the business, right? So, I think that's what kind of carries the weight. It's not the character itself, it's what they've done in the past. And it's hard to say what outside of heavy hitters, because the only people who can really keep their name is the heavy hitters. Danny, mm-hmm. Garcia's, Danny Garcia's on his way to getting there. You can see it. You can see it, but he's showcasing his wrestling skills. You know, it's not a character. Like, him himself, outside of the Kangol hat, he ain't shit. You know, as far as hitting promos, but he's starting to get really good on the mic because he's with Jericho. But his matches are what's speaking for him. His actions are what's speaking for him, essentially. And I think AEW is really good about having those type of people who keep their name. They make their Makes name sense. a character. They make their name a character. It's not necessarily that they're a character that they kept their name. You mm. know? And okay, think about okay, it. Okay. The, one, of the, one of the bigger wrestlers outside of Hulk Hogan Seth and all that. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. But I, I'm going to go back a little, little further. Mick Foley. How did Mick Foley really get his name synonymous with all the shit he did with all those other characters? And then he said, well, I'm Mick Foley. I'm Mick Foley's baby boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, now, had he came out as Mick Foley, I don't think he would have gotten over. But he was Cactus Jack. He was Mankind. Mm-hmm. He was Dude Love. Like, that's what built him. Seth Rollins is one of the few that he came out as Seth Rollins. He is, his name isn't Seth Rollins, but he kind of kept it. Yeah. You know? well, so Jericho's name isn't Chris Jericho, but he's kept it this whole time. Exactly. So, I think you can't, you can't really even say heavy hitters. I think the only up-and-comer who was making a name for himself by keeping his original name or whatever his wrestling name is, is Danny Garcia. That's one of the few that I can think of off the top of my head. No love for Adam Cole? Bye-bye. You know, and I think he slipped my mind because he hasn't been on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, realistically, I haven't seen him do much as of late, ever since they turned on the the Young Bucks, which is a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But exactly, I mean, but again, do you remember Adam Cole, the character, or Adam Cole, all the, the banger matches he had? You get what I'm saying? Like, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. So, I think outside of that, it really, that's why we shit on AEW and WWE for a while, for a long time, was that there was no characters to kind of generate a story. I feel like that's why if The Fiend does decide to come back, that's a great character that WWE is missing out on right I now. Might be tomorrow. Might be, yeah, right? I do want to... I do want to say this. I'm going to add in one to put alongside Danny Garcia, Johnny Gargano. Ah. But again, you talk about Johnny wrestling. It was about his wrestling, like his matches that he, like his heart and, and how much he loved the wrestling business is what showed through his matches. The character mm-hmm. itself wasn't, there's no real character 
itself is just Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano's is Johnny Wrestling, you know? Yep. So I think that's the biggest difference from back in the 80s and early 90s is the, the characters, there was extravagant characters, like outlandish characters. Now it's, if they keep like a simple name, like Seth Rollins, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano's, it's their matches are what kind of speak for them outside of that, you know? Or their promos, they're able to, their ability to speak, like Dusty Rhodes. Like, those are those are people who are like, just kind of stick out. What about Ahmed Johnson? Hey, do you remember Shotgun Saturday Night when he fucking, he did the Dominator to, uh, was it Draws? Or was it one mm-hmm. of the headbangers on the outside? And no, 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 no. It wasn't, it was a, it was someone he was feuding with who had the belt. Was it, uh, was it? It wasn't Farouk. I remember that match because I said, oh, man, I want to fucking slam someone on top of the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ahmed Johnson. Who did he do it to in Shotgun Saturday Night? Was it Goldust? Was it Goldust? I think it was Could have been. It could have been Goldust. Because Goldust mm-hmm. was a Shotgun Saturday Night fucking wrestler for a long time. And then he yes, he was. Up, and then he teared to Sunday Night Heat. And mm-hmm. you remember that shit. And yep. then, he start, then he started making I went, rounds. They had a Sunday night here. I went to the Sunday night heat one time here. When it was on MTV thought, or was was it on, on, on UPN? MTV. I was there. They, uh, at the it was at, Coliseum? Uh, at the Coliseum? Yes. Yeah, at the Coliseum. They had there. Pyro inside. They had pictures. Yeah. I remember because when, when I first saw Kane. That's when I first saw Kane. And King came out with 98, 99, somewhere around there. You could, you could feel the fucking heat all the way to the No, back. no, earlier than that. 97, I think. 97, Before 98, King? somewhere around there. Before King? No, I'm just thinking about what that Sunday that Sunday night here I went to. Mm. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I was there because I remember seeing Sunday night heat and Kane came out to fight like fucking Takamichi Nuko. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chappy, chappy, your pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about memorable characters would never fly nowadays Val Venus Fuck uh-huh, Val Venus hello ladies the Godfather <laughs> we we mentioned him earlier oh, the not fly right now the Godfather will still get over right now because everyone knows a hoe <laughs> everyone knows one mm-hmm. I'm seeing they bring right out now. the ladies I'm seeing two right now. You got two mirrors next to you? Shit. Oh, god dang. We're talking about Fern's favorite character. The icon. Viscera? The icon. Viscera? No, The Rock. Your favorite wrestler. Wah. The Brahma Bull, the eyebrow raising, Poontang. Right. So what? <laughs> who was the most over character with their real name? Dusty Rhodes or Ric Flair? Those are the only right. people I can you, think of. Like you off, ready for me head. to tell you? Because you're wrong, Vincent K. Man, uh-huh. he wasn't over though. 
not for a long, long time. Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes done, done did it before him, and we still talk about Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair to this day. We talk about the owner, Vincent Man. We don't talk about the character, Vincent Man, right now. Think about that. So you wrong, Mr. Rival. Yeah. Mr. I want, I want to drive to South Texas and get shot or get pick up immigrants. I know you're picking up immigrants. Ah, that's how you make your side money. You that's how he's making his side money. That's how he's making his side money. I'm a coyote. Y'all caught me. <laughs> no, 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 no. A coyote. <laughs> the recap network does not associate with coyotes or coyotes here uh, at this station. But the recap network is brought to you by Topo Chico. It likes to get me nice and lit. <laughs> Topo Chico, please, please get me a sponsorship. I drink your shit. Every, well, I won't even say every Thursday because every night, because, well, I'm like a Jeff Hardy. Get your koozie, koozies, buy your koozie, koozie. Randy is trying to take Sammy Zane's spot as one of the Usos. Put him in the bloodline. Put me in the bloodline. The blood alcohol line. Hey, blood alcohol it's, content line. There you go. It's still under 0.8, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Not that you would know anything about that. Woo! Wow. <laughs> oh, blooded. Well, guys, I know we've been going. That's wrong. That's wrong. I love you. An hour 15. Any closing remarks about what we saw this week in wrestling or a memorable character or both? Cody? Now you go ahead. Go, go first, Fern. Hmm. This week. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> the, 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 the delay is uh, terrible. <laughs> Horrible. Who's that? Uh, honorable mention, real quick, to Al Snow and Head. There you go. What does everybody want? Head. What does everybody need? Head. You what, no blue meanie. You know who I was doing now? Devon, get the tables. Oh shit! <laughs> so I was dancing like the blue beanie over here. You gotta go sideways. I want to be Steve Richards. Yep. Or was it? Blue oh, Nova? there you go. Blue nose. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Macho man. Or remember uh, Jay Lito Machismo? Oh yeah. Machachismo, Machachismo. Mm hmm. <laughs> That's a little TNA impact for you right there. Any AJ Styles. Oh, AJ. Hey, you know, we talk about AJ Styles about keeping his name, roughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being synonymous yeah. with yeah. that. So. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, it was a it was a good weekend wrestling. I mean, there was some stuff going on in WWE also. Uh, Raw was pretty good, keeping everything uh, smooth and flowing. Oh, but we forgot to mention that it's been thrown out there. Well, we got Extreme Rules coming up October eighth. And then uh, Survivor Series in November. Survivor game matches and Survivor Series is looking like they're still. You can't hear me. Say it again. 
cut out. You cut out. Weekend wrestling here. Weekend wrestling. Raw was good. AEW, great. Gooder, right? Gooder. Gooder. Well, we've got uh, Extreme Rules coming October 8th. And then we have uh, Survivor Series in November. With Two what? War Games matches. Men's and a women's. That's Did you coming. Hear the stipulation? Did you hear the stipulation? It's not going to be a traditional. It's going to be more story-driven. Oh. It's not going to be SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT. It's going to be more story-driven. These war games aren't going to be about Raw versus SmackDown or NXT. It's going to be story-driven, and I think that's what's going to be the game-changer. Story-driven can open a lot of gate, a lot of doors to build up to that. A lot of doors. If they do it right, I I want I want to see what's up because I mean, you got time. We already we already know it's going to be Bloodline versus somebody, and then it's going to be Damage Control versus somebody. That, that yeah, logic would dictate yes. I want to go the route of the Miz, Tomasa, Tomaso, and someone else with uh, Samuel Shaw or Dexter Loomis and other people like. You go a little bit like eccentric with it, right? You want to build up storylines? That's a good way to build up a storyline. How many people are, are are being thrown in the match? Five. You can't five have five. a trio, five. right? Five, five and five. Five. Okay. five. Okay. That's, that's why the be bloodline in... makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's that's why it's hard to say damage control because who wants to align themselves with the, the bad guys? They're I'm gonna saying? put two heels. They may put two random heels with them, like Doe Drop and Nikki Ash. Probably, and then they'll have Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah on the other side with uh, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Bianca Belair. That makes sense exactly. right there. Exactly. The only two that I would maybe disagree with is Ash and Dewdrop, but that's exactly the match I was thinking of. I just didn't know who to put as heels with uh, damage control. Toxic attraction. That well, would NXT, work. I'm in. Pull a NXT up I'm in. They you know, they, I can go that way. But if you put the bloodline, okay. who who goes? Let's say way? they don't. Let's say they don't pull toxic attraction. Who else you got, female wise? The one there, what? Sasha uh, and Natty Naomi. and Sasha and Naomi come back and make their way back with a bad like because Bailey and Sasha are still friends and now they're both heels. You can go that route. You can. You want. You want to make a big Shazam about it? You go that route. If you don't, it's still hard to go outside of Nikki and, and Dewdrop because they've been making the are rounds. You, they, they're not both heels, though. They left us. They, are they going to bring them back as heels? There we go. Because they left the Probably. spaces. Probably. And, as, and this is a perfect time for them to separate. And you have Naomi with the Bloodline. After they have their match, she joins Bloodline. Or she interferes on that War Games match and she's part of the Bloodline. You know what I'm saying? You could go that route. You could go that route if you're going to bring her out. Because the women's war games match is clearly going to go on before the men's war game match. So, well, there has there been any mention of any Charlotte regular origi- original style Survivor Series match? No, no, they were doing away with this, the original Survivor Series match, but they were talking about not separating NXT necessarily from having pay per views adjacent with. The main roster. Mm. They want to make it all main roster, just three different brands. That's it. No, uh, th- and the reason why I bring it up is what about uh, 
Judgment Day. They I, may I, fall I in think, here somewhere. I, I think you're going to see, uh, like, more team matches, whether it's tag team or trios matches, rather than just one-on-ones for a Survivor Series. But I don't think it's going to be a traditional Survivor Series, to be honest with you. Because mm. if you go the route, if you go the route with a bloodline versus somebody, you have the Usos, Reigns, Sami Zayn, and and Sokasika, all right, and versus Solo. Solo versus KO, and I don't know who else to put there. Rollins or or Riddle, maybe Randy Orton is there. The the Street Profits, Street Profits, and there and there's your five tank. But again, because they said it's more story driven rather than just thrown together. I don't know. You know, I don't know how they're going to build this up. So hopefully. Or maybe Roman Reigns and, and, and Seth Rollins join together for one night only and you see that shit come back. I'm and then Seth Rollins turns on, on Roman Reigns to cost him the match. And you build that. You build that title, title defense. Okay, Cody. Are we about to see Balor versus AJ, or is AJ about to join Judgment Day? You're going to see them versus rather than together. AJ's doing too good as a, a face rather than a heel. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I want to see AJ as a heel because it worked better for him. Because mm-hmm. then he could have, he could have storylines with anybody. But as a face right now, he's probably, he's probably making money on merch right now. To be honest with you. Yeah. Because he ain't doing much outside of that. So. It, it's, oh, yeah. We, 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 have that, we have those pay-per-views coming up. I don't know what's up for December. It's a good uh, season we're gonna, for wrestling, man. It's a good we're going to get a TLC or we're going to get a uh, Hell in a Cell early what again. O, what was that? OWCW? December to Dismember? Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good I stuff. Like that right one. There. I like that one. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, yep, yeah. But of course, I. That was what was your hot take? I did you say your hot take? You just talked about the match, the the pay per views coming up. Any hot takes about what you saw or, or, uh, favorite memorable character? Were you referring? Well, that's my hot take. We got we got some good wrestling coming up. We now we're starting to move I saw more Kenny into light arc. The bruise he got from pinching his arm in a door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The bruise he got hey. from carrying too many bags of groceries in? Yeah. Hey, guys, should I should I pull the CM Punk uh, toy out and just rip it in front of her? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty messed up. Why did you... Coax him to do that. That's bull. That that's straight up bullshit. Yeah, no. <laughs> I have I have this in my hand because it's fun, and I want to see Fern shed a tear like that Indian when you when you when you litter. Should I should I bend it? Should I bend it right here? <laughs> should, should, I, should should I should I tear it? I can. I can always just return this, you know. Whatever, you know. I just, I just pull this. I don't, this I don't know why, why. I don't know why you being a dick for. <laughs> a dick. I don't know why you being a dick it's, for. It's fun. We call it fun, Fern. Fun. 
Ano na YB? Ano na YB na Dig 4? Nah, I would never do that to a toy. Ever. How dare you assume that? And because of that, now I'm gonna tear it. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, he's, piece of shit. You, you saw how he was sweating bullets? That was all worth it. It was all worth it. And thank you for tuning, <laughs> thank you for tuning in live. Another Thursday night oh. edition. Episode 35 of the Recap Mania. You can always catch us live on the Twitch VODs, whatever you want to call that. Uh, Spotify with video. The YouTubes, two S's. <laughs> iTunes, the socials of the Recap uh, Mania. And of course, where we always sponsored, you know, Recap Mania shirt at the recapnetwork.com. Any hot takes, Cody? If you can hear me, can you hear me? Cody? I'm good. You're good? Perfect, perfect. Well, I'll say it was a, you know, I've been shitting on AEW. WWE's been doing really good. But yesterday really changed some minds. We saw some titles change some hands. It was a great day. Wednesday night was a great day for AEW. I'm seeing some if 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 I'm Tony Khan or I'm whoever's helping kind of push along these storylines or feuds, I see a lot of great storylines coming up for the fall. Great way mm-hmm. to bring in the Bucks. Great way to bring in Omega if they, whenever they get off of suspension. Great way to implode f- current teams or former teams or whatever because we all saw. Um, Strickland versus you know, or Strickland and and uh, Keith Lee kind of have that fallout before, and now mm-hmm. you saw him lose their titles. So it's a great way to go back to the singles run. Um, we saw Brian or Danielson ver- lose to Mox. Great way to implode that if you want to go that way. You see Danny Garcia not so be so happy when Jericho wins the belt. Great way to implode that. It's a lot of things happening. I'm saying Sting and Darby gonna be the next tag team champs versus the Acclaim. But let the acclaim hold it for at least two months. At least two mm-hmm. months. Uh, kudos to the acclaim for winning it. We're all about that scissoring at the recap mania. We're all about it. We're all about it. Woo! So, Scissor me recap maniacs. <laughs> great, great week for wrestling for AEW and WWE. WWE hasn't disappointed. They've had, you know, of course they had their issues just like anyone else, but the storylines are being built. I'm looking forward to it. Most memorable character, and I'm going to keep on saying it to the day I die because, well, we, we're both named Randy and we're both savages. Is Macho Man part of the Mega Powers? He's just crazy. That's why I like him because he's crazy. I don't think he was a savage. I said maybe crazy Randy. That sounds more like it. Or drunk Randy. One, two. So, again, House we appreciate the black going for the tag team titles now. I doubt it. It'll be Darby and Sting before that. You want to bury you want to bury something to end it and let them go off on their own to do singles competitor. You bury the House of Black with Alistair or Tommy or Malachi, whatever you want to call them, on his way out, his foot out the door. You don't keep Buddy Murphy and Brody King together. Maybe for a couple of matches for some house shows, but that's it. They gone. So you bury them by making them lose again to somebody. But- 
they're already going to be on Rampage as a tag team. I didn't say right now, but this is where you can implode it. Right now. If you're going to break him up, which you're going to, because you're going to let Brody King make a run in versus Wardlow, you let Buddy Murphy go against probably Pac, because those are good matches right there. Let them carry gold. Maybe not together. Or maybe they are together, but they start doing their own thing separately. And Julius is kind of in the mix with maybe this valeting for both of them. Who knows? But uh, great wrestling. Great week for wrestling. Hopefully yep. a great season for wrestling because the fall is the fall. We talk about primetime TV. That's right. Right? It's got to go course, up against all the, uh, the foosball. Exactly. But of course, you know, I know I'm I'm, a, I'm not gonna speak for retro or rival, but we appreciate you tuning live again once again Thursday night episode thirty. Much appreciated. Again, hey, we appreciate Geo in the chat, keeping it. He's still, he is he's the, champ. Back the champ. Back to back champ. Back to back. He's still keeping it real. We appreciate you coming in, and of course, thank you for tuning in live to the recap mania. Of course. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to turn around. Because we are the podcast that hits back. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Oh, my God.